Hello, everybody. Welcome to Game Day Birds Not Balls. Okay, gang, say hey. Hey, everybody. Yay! I'm so excited about this episode. Did y'all hear those deep male voices? Not your typical panel when you're talking about childbirth, but these guys are down for it. I'm going to give them a second to introduce themselves. We're going to start with Jeremy Hefner. Go ahead. Tell us a little about yourself. Uh, let's see. I am. Uh, I work at Baylor University. I'm a strength conditioning coach for women's basketball. Uh, I am married to Carly Hefner, and she birthed my beautiful daughter, Chandler Ray Hefner. Yes, she did. And that's about it. Okay. Awesome. I'm Cameron Philgreen. I moved to Wake Up two years ago from Kansas City. I do wedding photography and videography, and I invest in real estate, and I'm married to the wonderful Danielle Philgreen. We just had our first son six weeks ago. And I'm John Olivares. I'm uh, from around here, from around Waco, and I'm married to Lauren Olivares. And I just finished up an LMSW program and now studying for the licensing test. So cool. And John is going to be a new dad in September. Yeah, I'm Ooh. the newbie here. He's I think everybody newbie. else has already awesome. been wow, through that's it. Awesome. So, yeah. so I definitely wanted to have a newbie dad being represented in this <laughs> panel of dads because you give a perspective that. A lot of people are like, wait, what? What are we doing? And then so we've got these two veteran dads in here that are going to help us out with this conversation. So, um, okay, veteran. we're going to better. I would six hesitate weeks, to use the veteran. word veteran. <laughs> I've been in it for five and a half years. I still do not think I'm a veteran. Come on now. Come on now. We're going to give a little window, each one of these guys. It doesn't have to be super detailed, but just so the audience knows and can keep up with the conversation. Um Cameron, since you just had your baby six weeks ago, or your wife just had her mm-hmm. baby six weeks ago, why don't you tell us a little bit about that experience? Yes, it was crazy. It was awesome. I had no idea. Well, first of all, she was really wanting to have a natural birth. Uh, we did not want to induce, but we were scheduled to induce. I think it was, yeah, it was Friday morning at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. And she was just praying that she would you know, have it naturally. And so we were trying everything. We climbed, she climbed Jacob's ladder here in Waco six times and had some (laughs) eggplant Parmesan and dates. (laughs) And like, we were doing everything we could to get them out. And then 2 a.m., four hours before we were supposed to be induced, she started having contractions. So we we went to the hospital and uh, it happened. So she, she did it naturally and it was awesome. I, was surprised at how involved I was compared to, I mean, there was like, besides Christine, mm-hmm. who's a part of Waco Doula, right. it was just me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was very surprised at that. Mm-hmm. I, I thought we would have tons of help, you know, and there'd be people in and out all the time. And there were, but like it was, if Christine wasn't there, it would have it been just me in the right. hospital room. And that was very surprising to me. So. Yeah. I think that does throw people off about, you know, the expectation of maybe what yeah. your doctor's job is or the nurse's job is. I think people don't really understand fully what their jobs are, their job description is. And so, yeah, it is great to have a support person there. So you don't feel like you're by yourself trying yeah. to figure out what your wife needs, right? No doubt. Yeah, because w- without Christine, I don't, I mean, I don't know that I would have been much help to <laughs> Danny, to be honest. <laughs> I'm glad you were there. She probably would have been more frustrated with me, you know, so. It's fair. Yeah, she's in labor. It's Super thankful. Okay, yeah. Jeremy. All right. Um, wait. So go, go back to the question again. What do you What do you want me to say about this? Because my experience was so different. And that's exactly why you're here. Because your experience is so different. But that's what I want you to talk about. Yeah. So so for me, um, 
we wanted to have a natural birth. It was really the goal. It was something that we'd really planned for a long time and uh, why, why we reached out to Waco Doula. And, um, yeah, so it didn't go as planned. Um, we, uh, we were in the room. We were listening to some 90s hip-hop, uh, just, just, uh, just music, no lyrics. It was so fabulous. Um, kind of dancing around trying to get that thing going. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> we ended up, uh, having an, uh, we ended up having an emergency C-section. And so for me, it was, you know, we were, it was me, Micah and Carly and my wife. And then we were, we were in there and then all of a sudden the room just swarmed with doctors and nurses and they rushed her out of the birthing room and into, I guess the ER or mm-hmm. ICU. I don't know what it was, but, uh, I tried to go in there and they kicked me out twice. And Micah t- told me I couldn't go in there or else they weren't going to be able to get the baby out. And, um, it was crazy, and so like I, uh, I was pretty devastated. Probably not to the degree that my wife was, mm-hmm. um, but I was. I had tears. I'm about to get tears in my eyes now. Mm-hmm. I had tears in my eyes, and Micah put her hands on or around arm around me, and we prayed. And um, mm-hmm. that was probably the most calming thing that she could have done because neither of us knew what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it ultimately, I have a wonderful daughter, and the experience was great. And so in yeah, for me, uh, it was abs. I, there's, I don't know if you'd ever had the baby if you weren't there to keep me out of the room and to calm <laughs> me down, um, because I wasn't ready to leave. So yeah, right. it was. Uh, I definitely am glad that you were there, um, to say the least. Yeah, me too. I yeah. I have a vivid memory of Jeremy, um, on his knees, praying, and I will never forget that image. Yeah, and um. So it's, it's, it didn't go exactly the way you planned, but I don't know if y'all caught it, but he, he said it was a great experience. Can you expand on that a little bit? Expound, Um, expand, expound. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, well, ultimately we got my daughter, so Mm -hmm. that's what made it great. My wife was healthy. Um, but yeah, it just, well, one, I mean, you under stress, you have a tendency to run back to God, mm-hmm, <laughs> no mm-hmm. matter how much you've talked to him recently. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I was at. Um, and it was, it was good. It was great to have someone, um, there to guide me in that process, but also, mm-hmm. I mean, the end result, and I don't know if I'm jumping the gun on this podcast, but, um, I was the first one to hold my daughter. Mm-hmm. I, I went skin on skin, you know, mm-hmm. you, you're in it. Like they teach you, like, let's, let's get her attached right next to mom. First thing, well, my wife was out. So I had my shirt off and I was standing there holding my daughter and like I, I have goosebumps all over my body right now. Like one of the most meaningful experiences of my life. Definitely. Yes. Definitely. Thank <laughs> I you. I did for not sharing expect uh, tears to be coming out when I was that's doing this That's great. It's so, so real. And that's yeah. what we're looking for, right? That's what we all are wanting to understand and learn. That's the reason I'm doing this. So John, when you hear these two birth experiences, what are some of the thoughts that maybe come up in your mind? You know, I, I think just the the big difference between them and, and the, you know, the fact that both of them, you know, had that end result or that happy end result and everything and, and just how different it can be. And, mm-hmm. and it, you know, is not probably going to look exactly how you plan it on the day, but you have enough things that you have planned for that you can kind of roll with things. And um, so that's kind of what that, you know, says to me is, you know, just be flexible and trust in all the things, the classes mm-hmm. that you've done ahead of time, mm-hmm. the preparation you've done ahead of time and, and things will flow as it, as it's supposed to flow. So. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So what is a question that's been lurking in your <laughs> mind, John, that you would like to ask? 
oh, there's just so, so many questions of just how everything's going to go, you know, um, and a, a lot of it just about they, you know, the, the actual in there, like if, um, if, if it hadn't been mentioned already, then I would have thought, I would have assumed just, you know, a lot of people around, mm-hmm. you know, um, but you know, not, that's not always the experience. And um, so just kind of what it's going to look like the day of is kind of one of my biggest questions. Mm-hmm. We've done a lot of classes to talk about what to expect and, and those things, but there's still those, you know, small things of, you know, what's that really going to look like the day right. of. Right. Right. Cameron, you look like you were about to say something when he was talking. No. Okay. Um, so yeah, the, the, that's what this, uh, game day actually means <laughs> for this podcast. It's the day birth day. And that is, especially for first time parents, that's the, obviously that's the unknown. And what we want to try to do throughout the birthing process is check as many boxes as we can. Okay. Now you know what the room looks like. Now you know what the atmosphere feels mm-hmm. like. Now you know what a contraction feels like. Now you know how to breathe. You know, you just get to start checking those boxes, and that helps both people, whether you're laboring or not, right? You got this is y'all's birth experience too. And I, I think dads don't fully grasp that until they're in the middle of it. Like, yeah, I, I wasn't doing all the work, but that was my birth experience too. That's the birth of my child. Right. For sure. And, and, uh, Jeremy just gave us a great example of how that's his experience. You know, he experienced it just as much as Carly did. And, um, in terms of the intensity of it, or, you know, Cameron with you, usually dads are the first ones to cry when that baby's born, you know, you're all in it emotionally, even it might hit you even before, um, it hits your wife after she's given birth, you know, and so experiencing that full joy, you know? Yeah. All right, Cameron, what do you think before birth came, what do you think you were the most nervous about? Uh, I think the obvious one is I was nervous that something was going to go wrong. So just taking all the mental preparations of, what do we do if, you know, she, we go in and there's no heartbeat? Or what do we do if, uh, you know, if if Danny's, I don't know, feeling lightheaded or passes out? Or mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. Just like mm-hmm. a lot of worst case scenarios, that's what I was most nervous for. Mm-hmm. And I don't tend to even think that way in worst case scenarios. But with birth, I think you, you, you kind of do as a dad, as a father, mm-hmm. as a man. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'd say. Okay. Okay. And then the actual experience. Yeah. Did you feel like, okay, I was nervous about this, that, and the other, and mm. it, it, it didn't go like that. It went it went this way. Yeah. Did it start to let up as birth went on, that, that feeling, that being nervous yeah. about it? Okay. Yeah. Once we got in there and started, I mean, she was just breathing right through contractions and, and handling them like a champ, and it was like we were just in this groove of... Like every two minutes, I'd go over to the sink and get a new hot rag, you know, <laughs> and put it on her back and <laughs> and uh, just like coach her through it. And she wanted an epidural so bad, but we, we said no. and Or we just kind of like, we actually just kind of distracted her from right. that thought. Right. It was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, once we got in a groove, it, it went, it happened pretty, pretty quickly. And so 
that's another thing I was nervous about is, is it going to take like 24 hours and is it going to take yeah. forever? But, yeah. um, it went pretty good. So yeah, I think, uh, besides that, I can't think of anything I was super, super nervous for. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. That is probably the main one. Is that what you feel, John, the most nervous about? Yeah. I mean, just kind of, you know, we want it to go one way and mm -hmm. then just hope, hoping that it's going to go the way that we're planning for and, and preparing for. Um, but there's always that thing. And, you know, part of the reason I, I think, um, like Cameron mentioned, is, you know, with pregnancy, it's one of the, you know, normally I'm the same way. I don't think in the worst case scenarios, mm -hmm. but I think when it's something that's not your body going through it, you have to be kind of a, a passive observer and and, a, and not just an observer, but a, mm -hmm. a help there. Right. Um, but it's it's certainly you don't have as much right there in the moment. And so just trying to figure out where you can help out and figure out um, how you can be um, there and um, and a resource in mm -hmm. that moment. So Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And that is one thing that we really focus on um, at Waco Doula is how can we get these dads involved? We want you guys to be as involved as you want to be. And, and, and some dads don't want to be super involved. They're, you know, they're, it's not their thing and they're, you know, backed off a little bit, or maybe they're just holding her hand or whatever. But then there are some dads that are repeating everything that I say in the coaching process, you know, and, and we love that, you know, we want you to be as hands-on as you want to be. And so that's something we're super conscious conscientious of Jeremy do you, can you speak to what Cameron and John were just talking about in terms of that nervousness of something going wrong yeah so again I'm not trying to be the contrarian but I was the opposite I wasn't concerned um I was I we were prepared we mm -hmm. were overly prepared I mean it's something that I value I'm a naturalist of sorts so it's something that I valued so much and we spent so much time and effort preparing mm -hmm. for it and like mm -hmm. I think my wife was a lot more nervous than I was, but like I, I was ready to rock and roll. And um, like, I'm a coach. So like my job is to guide people all the time. Like that's what I do. So like I was prepared and I knew that we knew what we were doing. We mm -hmm. had someone that when I wasn't ready, but I never, I honestly, like you got, I think you guys, well, you're obviously okay. I think you're going to be fine because I wasn't thinking like y'all were at all. Like I wasn't mm -hmm. worst case scenario didn't enter my mind. It just didn't. And I don't know why it didn't. Uh, I think we do now. Um, because I needed to not be prepared for it, maybe to experience it the way I experienced it. But, um, yeah, so I was, I, I felt like I was confident. I was comfortable. I mean, like we, we had been, I don't know how long before we had met you and been working mm -hmm. towards this, but like, I just didn't really have, we would have had it at home. Right. You know, like I was okay with that. Right. I'm so glad we didn't. Right. Um, but yeah, so I, I was, yeah, I was, I was really confident. I was ready to go. I was, I was ready to do whatever needed to be do, and th and that, again, having the duel there, I was prepared to be the third man on, you know, the third man up. But like, I, but I was ready to do whatever needed to do. I was ready to get towels, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I was playing music from my phone, like I was ready to do whatever. So, um, yeah, I was super confident, and man, I got my feet knocked right out from under me. So, wow. so what do you say to those dads, Jeremy, about if it doesn't go the way that you think? it's supposed to go or that it's going to go or the way you're planning on it going or something did go wrong or whatever. What, what would you say to that? I mean, 
like with anything, rely on your preparation. Like you're, you're going to be, you're going to be prepared, especially if you have a doula there to support you through that. Like they, they may not have gone on to what you're going to do when this bad thing happens, mm-hmm. but um, they're prepared for it. Um, so you just kind of got to follow their lead. Um, but like, I don't know. I mean, the answer for pretty much everything is love and support. So just be there, support your wife, support the doctor, support mm-hmm. the doula. Um, just give them, give them whatever they need, you know, like be, be the, the all around guy that you can be, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I, I keep thinking back on this and, uh, like this experience, I, I think the reason that I got emotional earlier is because I haven't really drawn on this experience until now. Mm. I mean, five wow. and a half years later, you know, it's always in my mind and I always think, I think about it all the time, but never really tried to pull anything out of it, never tried yeah. to extract anything from it. And so, man, it's just like, I have these still frame pictures of what happened mm-hmm. and nothing, it's not a video. I mean, it's a still frame. Mm-hmm. Like I remember a picture of us dancing, listening to yeah. hip hop. Then I remember just all of these nurses in panic mode yeah. running into the room. And then I remember being on my knees in the hallway you know, and then I remember holding my daughter mm-hmm. up against me. And so it's just like maybe yeah. maybe 37 seconds passed during <laughs> yeah. that time, right? It was probably six hours, but maybe 37 seconds yeah. passed during that time. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It just it's crazy to think back on it in, in this in this um, moment right now and how much emotion it brings up. That's a really great image. That's a really great point that it's these still photos that you you lock into certain things that kind of stick with you as you think about moving forward um fast forward through birth we'll talk a little bit now about postpartum experience <laughs> and after baby's born and so we got we got lots of different I love it I love that we have different experiences because I just want people to know that it doesn't matter what your experience ends up being that there is a way to walk forward and embrace your situation and to tackle what's in front of you with grace with ease with prayer with family with support and so Cameron go ahead jump in yeah I would say with birth and postpartum I'm only six weeks in as a parent and I've never in my life uh, felt like I've had to be more adaptable Mm just in every area of life, um, birth and onward. I mean, I would say backing up to the birth stuff, just like I would encourage you if you're a dad listening or a future dad, just to be adaptable through the birth process. Like Jeremy uh, was saying, just just like he had no idea what was to come and neither did we. Even though it went well, we had no idea what uh, how it was going to go. We didn't know if she's going to have an epidural or or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so just be adaptable. And then same with postpartum. Um, and I, I will just talk about real quick. What Go happened with us yeah. is we took Cohen home, our son, we took him home for about 24 hours and he got to see grandparents and it was a great time. And then, uh, about 24 hours in, well, overnight his first night at home, we noticed he was breathing pretty fast. And if you don't know, it's really dangerous for babies to be breathing more than like 20 breaths. I'm sorry, 60 breaths a second. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a sign that they're working too hard, you know, if their li- breathing is labored and stuff. So he was breathing like in the middle of the night, we counted like 80 and it just got us nervous. And so we spent the whole next day with grandparents hanging out and then chose, he had kind of a rash going on too. So we chose to go to the ER and ended up being admitted 
And I thought, you know, we'll be here two hours. Mm -hmm. We'll be gone. If anything, we'll be here like maybe one night. And we ended up being in the hospital 10 days Mm -hmm. because uh, they found a strep infection in Cohen's blood. And that's why he was breathing fast. He did have an infection. We don't know how that happened. Anyway, the point is Mm -hmm. anything can happen and just be adaptable and try to believe the best. I think what's funny, we're talking about optimism and pessimism kind of, you know, Jeremy and I, I never had the thought like he was going to, I, I I just knew everything was going to be okay, but my wife did not. She had several thoughts of like, we're going to lose him. And, um, so it was interesting how I got to support her through that and stuff. But, um, yeah, Mm -hmm. I would just encourage you to be adaptable and believe the best in the situation. Really good. Yeah. Jeremy postpartum. Um, man, uh, let's see. First of all, that was great advice. I'm going to use that today for the rest of my life. Uh, be adaptable Mm -hmm. and believe in the best, but, um, so it was, uh, initially coming home everything was pretty good we did not have that experience you know it was it was pretty calm um but from that day until today my daughter has she's rocket fuel just (laughs) all the time i mean it's like i tell people and i don't think that they understand until they're around her She's like, uh, have y'all seen the Incredibles, Jack Jack? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The little yeah. one that runs around all the time is really <laughs> fast. That's her superpower. Um, so, yeah, um, that was tough because your wife is extremely exhausted. And um, she was even, I mean, like, I feel like my daughter's arms and legs were moving the day we got home, you know, and that may not have been the case because it is all blurry because mm-hmm. um, there wasn't a lot of sleep to be had. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so... Um, what I'll say about it is just having my daughter made me a better husband. It made me a better person. It made me everything. And then during this time when it's, when you, when you're not sleeping a lot and you can't remember much and you don't really know what's going on, it's just like at the same time, it gives you all of this energy because you're there to serve your daughter. You're there to serve your wife Mm -hmm. and whatever they need is what you're supposed to do, regardless of whether you're at work or you're at home or whatever. Like you're just thinking about that 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. So as stressful as it can be, it's like God gives you this extra boost of energy to do your job, right? right? Like to support those that need you. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like as tough as it was, I look back on it with such fond memories, you know? Um, and, and we had times where it was kind of the same way. Like there were, whenever something happened, you know, my wife would be really struggling with it and think the worst. And cause she, cause she was struggling to get back to her normal life. And, um, but yeah, I know. Cause we, we do talk about this. My wife and I do have talked about like those, she doesn't remember hardly any of it, you mm. know? And, and I remember what a lot, I guess I say, I remember most of it because I remember more than she does. But, um, like I remember it as I just, I got to be at home. I mean, I had to work, but I wasn't, like work was very respectful of my time with my family. So I might go to work for two hours, but I'd be mm-hmm. home the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. So I got to spend so much time with my family um, that I just have such fond memories of it, even though it was really hard and it was really difficult. And I mean, like one just off the wall experience when we got home from the hospital, uh, we had a, we had just remodeled a house. Um, I remember that. And our air conditioner leaked and we had brand new hardwood floors. And I mean, real hardwood floors. Like it was something that we really wanted and uh, they were wow. gone when we got mm-hmm. home. Like they were all no. wobbly and and it was just like, but 
we didn't really even deal with that for like two weeks. We didn't didn't even <laughs> affect us, you know, because we were so busy trying to just learn how to be parents. But um, this goes back to one of the questions. What was the scary? Like you said, mm-hmm. what, what were you most worried about? And yeah. I just thought about this. It was like the drive home, you know, from the hospital. Like we were like, are they just going to let us take this baby out of this hospital? <laughs> like shouldn't someone come you're like home white knuckled on the steering yeah. wheel? At like, the, at I the mean, end like of the drive, your knuckles are white. The, we've got like 17 pillows around the, you know, and I'm like, I'm going, you know, that speed bump. We were at Providence, you know, that speed yeah. bump where you're coming out. It's like, it might have taken us it 10 minutes like to get biggest over speed the speed ever, bump, yeah. right? Like we're going up the hill and down the hill. So I just, when you th- when I thought about now, after you said that, after you guys talked, like what was the scariest part? Like literally driving mm. from there to the house, which is about 1.8 miles, may have taken us 45 minutes. I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not yeah. positive, but like, yeah, we were, I was scared. I didn't, mm-hmm. I did not want to be the driver. Yeah, that that's a really that's a really great point because you're like, wait, we've had all this care. We've had people taking care of us. The nurses come in and out. They're letting us leave with this baby. Yes. What are they thinking? Yeah, you go from being checked on like every 30 minutes yeah. to not at all. Yeah. Dude, you guys wow. are nuts. Y'all yeah, and it seems like everything well. up to that point is so planned out. You've got this plan, and then right after that, it's just yeah. all yeah. into the yeah. Yeah. Off the cliff, yeah. So when you hear sure. them talk about going home and postpartum, what comes up for you, John? Uh, you know, I, th- I think just, uh, you know, again, wonder what's going to be like. But thankfully, we both my wife and um, myself, we have family in town. So awesome. that's really good. And, and so we'll be obviously able to lean on that support. And um, it'll be nice to just, you know, be going through that with other people and, and having that. Um, but just kind of seeing how things are going to be, um, you know, like, like Jeremy was saying, I, I do think you, you get energy, you rise to the mm-hmm. occasion with so many different things. And mm-hmm. I can imagine this is the same where, mm-hmm. um, you know, cause it's something that both my wife and, and I have talked about of just the anticipation and, you know, with it being our firstborn, I, I have a twin brother who has three kids. His oldest is, is, um, um, 15 and mm-hmm. so i mean i've been an uncle forever but this will be first time uh being a parent and so it's just the natural different you know what to expect kind mm-hmm. of feelings mm-hmm. um but at the same time we're really looking forward to it and um so i, I think there's some wondering what's going to be like but also it's it's a good wondering too mm-hmm. um, so yeah that's really good yeah that's really good i love that um Okay, Cameron or Jeremy, any last tidbit, information, advice, question that you want to leave us with? Yeah, besides the adaptability thing, just I would say one practical piece of advice is uh, to just get around other people that have newborns or kids. Uh, that's been super helpful for us. Every time we have a question, is that normal? Mm-hmm. You know, like, is it is this rash normal or is the way he's acting like normal and just having a, a quick text group? Like we're in just little uh, D groups with our people in our church and just having, and they like have newborns. So just having a, a like, I mean, we all have, uh, or many of us have parents to ask those questions mm-hmm. and that's great. But having uh, other folks in your community with newborns is something I would encourage everyone to do. That's good. That is good. Yeah. I, I will say, um, on that note, though, it's good. It's really good if you have 
a peer group that has two kids. So they've already been through it once and they're on their second one. Because I know y'all seen the commercials, you know, like your second kid, you just hand the knife to, you know. <laughs> we don't have two kids. We only have one. But like, so when we would ask, um, uh, my wife's from New York and her sister's lived in New York, but but that's who she would communicate mostly because she had a one-year-old, and so she had just gone through it. And uh, they have a very similar personality, so there was a lot of concern with everything, you know. And then when you ha we have some friends here in Texas who had two kids and, you know, much less concern about everything <laughs> we text them about. So I think that's a really unique idea to have, like, a group like that, you know, um, that, that you can get everybody's ideas. But, you know, she would be texting her sister, and I'd be like, oh, so then I would have to then I'd have to text my buddies and be like, all right, this is what we got. Tell me, give me something, because right now we're going off the deep end, you know. Um, so I would say that, but man, I I don't know. It is the most exhilarating thing I've ever experienced in my life. Just mm -hmm. go all in. I mean, there's nothing that can go wrong from going all in. I mean, I know I know you know that. Our I've listened to you guys talk. Obviously, I understand you guys are great people and. But man, it's just I got I get goosebumps right now. Like as soon as we get done here, I got to go pick up my daughter, and I get fired up every time I pick her up. So <laughs> yes. just great. just go all in. That's like awesome. there's nothing better, man. There's nothing better. So great, so great. I have enjoyed this conversation so much. And if you're listening to this podcast and you feel like, wait, I didn't hear this, they didn't talk about that. I've got a question about X Y Z. Please submit that to us. And if we get enough questions, we will do another panel of dads because I think this is super, super helpful because you're laboring woman needs to have as much support as possible. And so as a doula, I understand I got, I got a few more tools in my bag. Like I've been to over 200 births. So I'm a little bit more knowledgeable on how this thing goes, but I don't go home with her. I, I don't <laughs> share a life with this woman. You guys do, you know? And so I think it's so valuable for you guys to be as supportive as you can. And if there's things that you don't understand, there's things that you don't relate to. There's maybe something that concerns you about her take on something or approach on something. That, that's okay. Y'all are different people. You're going to have different roles. You got different personalities and that that's all good. That's just part of what makes you a family and the flavor that your family is going to be when you have the combination of two totally different people. And then you created a third person, then yeah, it's going to have its own unique feel. Yeah. I just can't get over the fact that we're doing a podcast about dads and the birthing process <laughs> because you just feel like, you know, how much of a role can you really have? But I mean, like, yeah, you, it's, it's, it's a lot bigger than you think when you're mm -hmm. going in. It's huge. No doubt. Yeah. It's huge. And most women will thrive on the fact that you, it's like what Jeremy said, that you're all in, in this process. No, you can't do the work. You can't. That's her job, right? But you can throw yourself all in to the experience. And that's actually going to help her cooperate with what's happening. It's going to help her feel more positive about the birth experience because you seem positive about the birth experience, you know? And yeah. so it's just super helpful. Thank you, guys. Were you going to say something else? Oh, I was just going to say, uh, yeah. And then you'll think you think you're not doing much during the birth process. And then afterwards, she's like, oh, my gosh, I could mm -hmm. not have done that without you. Like, And I'm like, all I did was get a, a warm rag. It was you know, so 80 warm. times. It, yeah. so warm. it felt so good. It was so. the best warm rag I've ever yeah. had in my yeah. life. Just be encouraged. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. 
So again, thank you guys so much for your time today and sharing your experiences being vulnerable. I really, really appreciate it. And I think people are going to get a lot out of this. So thank you guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Hey, thanks for joining me on Game Day, Birds Not Balls. You can follow me on my Instagram page at MyDoulaMica. You can also find me on WagoDoula.com. WagoDoula is on Facebook. And if you like what you heard, you can subscribe or you can find us on RogueMediaNetwork.com. Thanks for joining us.